This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big change. I love the night time because it rains every day. I know you're not fine when you say you're okay. So follow me and we'll find something more than this line. Because I love the night time. Welcome to the show. My name is Greg Clunas, of course, and this is it. The big episode 100. I, I'm honestly feeling a little bit mixed right now. I'm excited. I love the fact that I've gotten this far. The show still exists. It is now June 24th. I launched it on June or January 1st. I came up with the idea in the beginning of December and it's still here. We're still publishing. And and yes, we fell off a few times. Yes, things got rocky, but we got back up and we're here and we made it to episode 100. And for those of you who have been listening from the beginning and those of you who just started listening yesterday and those of you who listen to every single episode, just wow, just, just wow. This is such an accomplishment for me. It really is. You know, I've always been the person that really struggles to to stick with something for long enough. I've always sabotaged myself. I've always been curious and and in that curiosity I've led myself to jump from thing to thing to thing far too quickly for any one thing to have success. And so I'm astonished that this show is still here and that I haven't moved on, number one, just given my personality and my history. But number two, I'm astonished that you've listened, that you've showed up, that you've kept coming back, you've kept hitting play, you've kept showing me that you like what I'm doing. And that that's incredible to me. So listen, we're at episode 100. I was planning on doing a special episode for this, but I decided that I, I didn't want to focus on that. I didn't want to focus on on this one accomplishment because we have many more to go. But I do want to take a moment to just say thank you. Just 
thank you so much for your support, for your time, for always coming back. And for those of you who email me and reach out to me on Twitter and connect with me on Instagram, it I, I just can't say thank you enough. You are the reason that I've been able to keep doing this and that I've been able to meet the people I've met and that I'm I'm in the position I'm in now. So before we jump into it, I just want to say thank you. We're at episode 100. Now let's power this baby all the way to 200 and ultimately to episode 1000, which is the big goal. Let's do this. Let's let's stick together. Let's make this happen. And I'm excited for what we'll create together. Now, with all of that said, in today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about uh, this weird sort of pattern that I've noticed with humans, with with people and in, in our what we do, what we the sort of nonsensical idea that that we live our lives on. Um, and it's something I noticed months ago, really, before even the launch of this show. It's it's actually part of uh, the philosophy that I weaved into the very beginnings of this show. It's the reason that I chose to produce a seven-day-a-week program. It's the reason that I chose to focus on production value over um, what the majority of other people were doing with their shows. Uh, and, and this idea is really simple, actually. See, humans are naturally wired to operate in the middle. And what I mean by that is when we do things, when we uh, have an idea and we try to execute on it, when we take on something at work, when we try to lose weight, when we try to write a book, we are naturally wired to operate within that zone that that doesn't stand out, the middle. It's the thing that um, it it's okay, it's good enough, but it, it's not great, it's not fantastic, it's not spectacular. And that makes a lot of sense when you actually think about it because we we crave fitting in. It's a, it's a part of who we are. It's a part of our society. We are tribe animals. We need to be a part of a group. And so to do things that stand out, that's scary because that means you can be rejected. And so as a result, anything we try, even if the thing itself is unique, we end up sort of subconsciously guiding ourselves to to do it in a way that fits into to what is already out there, to what people already accept. And so we're naturally wired to do that, but then he, that in itself is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is that as human beings, we're also naturally wired to only notice the things that are at the extremes. So we only remember the best thing and the worst thing. We only remember the really great things and the really bad things. We don't remember the stuff in the middle. There are a million and one companies in the middle. We only remember the Ubers and the Facebooks and the Snapchats. There are a billion and a half people that exist in the middle. But we only notice the ones that that skyrocket themselves to fame or excellence or mastery or or whatever the, the the case and we spotlight those people we spotlight those companies we talk about them and that's all because they're the things we notice they're the ones with the stories they're the ones that give us hope they're the ones that make us believe that we too can exist in that world but yet as i just said we are wired to operate in the middle 
So that 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 doesn't make sense. That strikes me as odd. I mean, it seems to me that if we are wired to notice the extremes, that more of us would want to, or rather, more of us would be capable of operating in the extremes, right? I mean, if if we know that we don't notice the middle, if we know that we don't really care about the stuff that doesn't stand out, why is it that we naturally operate in a way that doesn't stand out? It it doesn't make sense, but we don't have much control over it. You know, this is happening subconsciously because as I said before, as tribe animals, we want to fit in. We need to fit in. Back in the early days of humanity, fitting in meant survival. And so we've developed this trait of a desire to fit in with the crowd. And that created a situation where now when we have the opportunity to stand out, when it's actually beneficial to stand out, we don't. We, we still try to fit in. And this is actually, as I'm, I'm talking about this now, this actually makes me think of another uh, sort of genetic thing or, or his, historical, ancestral, uh, maybe genetics, not the right terminology. Um, but the fact that, you know, another survival trait we had was that we noticed things that didn't fit in with the pattern. So if you're scanning, uh, picture yourself on a beach, right? You're looking at, at the trees in front of you and you're scanning through the trees just very quickly you don't notice the individual trees there. They all just sort of blend together. But if something jumps out of the trees, you notice that. That's because that one thing is the break in that pattern. The trees, the landscape, the the things that you've already sort of recognized and, and filed away in that part of your brain where everything goes, that is the pattern. That is the the norm. And then the thing that jumps out that's the thing that breaks away from the norm. And we notice that because as we were developing as, as mammals, it became important as a survival trait to notice those things. We needed to be able to, to notice the difference in pattern so that we could see when a predator was coming, so that we could see when uh, something unfavorable was about to happen and, and protect ourselves. And so it's the same thing here in that we notice the extremes. We notice when people do incredibly great work and we notice when people do incredibly bad work. We don't notice the pattern, which is the middle. And in, a, in, in the other sense, as I mentioned before, we are wired to operate in the middle. So that means, and, and this is just simple, one plus one equals two here, we are all wired to naturally operate in a place that doesn't get noticed. And that can be a great thing. For many of you listening, that is the dream to sort of be in the background, do work that you care about and, and that's it. But for a lot of us, you know, standing out is the only way that we move forward. You know, if, if we want to start a business, the only way we land clients is to stand out from the rest of the, the competition, the companies. Uh, if we want to get a job, the only way we move forward is to stand out from the competition. If we want to start a podcast, the only way we attract an audience is to do something better than than the competition or to do something worse, really. So I guess the takeaway here that I want you to sort of realize is that it's normal for us to do things that don't stand out. It's normal 
for us to do things that are sort of not really that great. But if we can hack against that, if we can push against that and find a way to to just put in that little bit of extra effort or that little bit of extra time or just to make something a little bit better, if we can get it closer to that extreme of, of being great, then all of a sudden things start to fall into place. And if you start a company that's just like every other company, you're going to have a tough time getting customers. But if you start a company in a space and it's totally different from every other company, or if it's even just slightly different, if it does one thing better, that's noticeably better, all of a sudden people notice you, people try you out and that thing that you're doing better is so noticeable to them that they feel they have to share it with somebody. And and then that person shares it and that person shares it. And that's how something goes viral. That's how something goes huge. That's how Uber becomes a multi-billion dollar company in 18 months. That's how Facebook owns literally half of the planet. That's how Google owns once again the other half of the planet um it's you you they have these things that are in the extreme so people notice them and those things that are noticeable then get shared and those shares turn into more people who notice it which then turns into more people who share it and the cycle goes on but if you're in the middle and someone experiences what you're doing they might say it's good but they're not going to share it they're not going to like it. They're not going to comment on it. They're not going to tell their friends that they have to be a part of it because it's not noticeable. So my advice to all of you listening right now is to go out there and just remember that you are wired to be in the middle. It's your job to hack against that and to push against that and to put yourself closer to those extremes you may not be able to go all the way but push yourself closer to those extremes and that's going to require risk because when you operate in the extremes it means you're risking being terrible but it means you also have the opportunity to be amazing and for me that opportunity to be amazing far outweighs the risk of failing horribly so with all of that said I've been Greg Clunas, and I want you all to remember and to take away and to internalize this one fact. All big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. I love the night time because it rains every day. I know you're not fine when you say you're okay. So follow me and we'll find something more than this life. Of the night time
Today's song is "Nighttime" by Jerris, and I, I I love it. It is such a fantastic song. It just it honestly it has such a uh, what's the word I'm looking for down tempo chorus. Uh, you know, you've got this big build up, the beautiful vocals, the lyrics, and then it goes into the drop or the chorus, and it's so chill. You know, it's it's a type of thing you can listen to while you're sort of lounging around, hanging out with friends, uh, or if you're out for the night and and you're heading out to some clubs, you can listen to it there and, and get your dance on. So I really love the song and and just how fantastic it is for so many different areas. So many dance songs feel like they need to be club bangers, and and I so I I really appreciate the songs that don't necessarily try to do that. Uh, so check out the artist. His name is Jerris, um, and and yeah, check out the artist. Support him, and let me know what you think of the song on Twitter. Uh, with all of that said, support for this episode comes from Audible. Now, Audible is the largest provider of audiobooks and audio content on the web, and actually, I'm pretty sure in the world. I personally use Audible right now. I am not. Uh, reading a audiobook, but I am reading a regular book, and it is called The Third Wave by Steve Case. It's all about his vision of where business and entrepreneurship is going. And I just love this, man. This is my jam. I love these things. Uh, but for those of you who don't know, Steve Case is the founder or co-founder rather and former CEO of AOL so he is responsible for basically introducing everybody to the internet um and that's actually not very hyperbolic that's a pretty accurate description i would say um and so now he's written a book in in the middle there during the second wave which is what he calls it uh sort of the rise of facebook snapchat twitter etc cetera, etc cetera, uh he started doing investments and now we are moving into the third wave and this book is all about what he thinks the state of business the state of technology the state of healthcare, all of these things what he thinks is going to be happening so check it out. Must read for entrepreneurs or tech thinkers or futurists. Um, frankly, I think it's a must read for most people because we're all affected by these things. So check it out and you can get that book for free as an audiobook by going to tinyleapsbook.com. If you sign up for a free 30-day trial of Audible, you'll get any book you want for free. And you can get The Third Wave by Steve Case. Highly recommend it. 
Uh, so check out tinyleapsbook.com to get your free book today and start listening. With all of that said, thank you again for listening. I've been Greg Clunas. I love you. This is episode 100. I am pumped for the next 900 of these. Um, so yeah, see you then.